When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we welcome you to this edition of Tuesday People, the podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Album. I am the author of the book Tuesdays with Maury. That book and the conversations that inspired that book are what inspired this podcast. And Lisa Goich, my friend and producer, is alongside, as always, inspired as usual, I hope. I'm always inspired, but today I'm not inspired to go get a root canal that's happening in about an hour from now. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Don't have much wisdom to share with you on that. Ah, get that? You made a tooth uh, joke there. Did you realize that? (laughs) (laughs) Have no wisdom for your teeth situation. Have you ever Uh, had a root canal? I have not. Scary. Yeah. I hear that they take a long time. They're very painful. And uh, I've never known anybody who's ever looked forward to getting one, even if it's helped their health situation. I'm going to tell you, it's barbaric. I would rather have four organs removed than <laughs> get a root canal. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. It's my sixth one. My sixth okay. one. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So uh-huh. Just, uh-huh. just know that. Okay. All right. Back to Good the matter to at hand. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> okay. So today, being Thanksgiving week, um, we're going to talk about family. And we're going to talk about not taking your family for granted and the extraordinary value of keeping your family intact and tightly connected, which may sound like an unnecessary thing to say, except that it is highly necessary to say, because as we progress, we think we're progressing, in the ways of life that we are living as we become more and more um, aligned with our identities and the things that make us different, we are, to my observation, more and more willing to cut ties with family members in the name of being aligned with our belief system, our political system, our social strata. So, for example, what started to happen under the Trump presidency is now a given, it seems, in the way families interact with one another. So that Thanksgiving has become a bit of a test of tolerance for what certain family members will put up with from other family members. Mm. Now, you remember when Trump first got into office, there was uh, the whole thing about, well, let's not talk politics at the table 
don't bring up Trump. Don't wear a MAGA hat to Thanksgiving. Uh, if you do, you're not welcome here, et cetera. And families started That's to talk funny. about. Don't wear a MAGA hat to Thanksgiving. Yeah. Really, in general, you shouldn't you shouldn't wear any hat to Thanksgiving. Uh, but uh, yeah, definitely the MAGA hat will, will divide people. But turkey it hats this, are accepted. It be, it, I like turkey hats. Yes, yeah, so if you want to dress Go like on. a turkey, I guess that's okay. <laughs> um, but uh, if you if you uh, somehow couldn't bear someone who was pro-Trump or couldn't bear someone who was anti-Trump, your Thanksgiving started to come apart. And when this first happened, people were writing stories about it. A new challenge to the American family, uh, politics that were ripping them apart at the dinner table. Now, it's become like a norm. Instead of that being an oddball thing, now every year, whether it's over, well, people are still arguing over Donald Trump, but now they're arguing over Joe Biden. They're arguing over the immigration policies. They're arguing over COVID-19 and the vaccine and whether it works or whether it doesn't work, whether everybody should have it or everybody shouldn't have it. And there are people who uh, 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 say, you're not welcome in my home if you're not vaccinated. And don't even think of coming to Thanksgiving if you haven't gotten a booster shot. And there's all these external influences that are ripping at the fabric of our families and the once unthinkable is now commonplace. Mm -hmm. I'm reading a statistic that says at least 27% of Americans, that's more than one in four, are estranged from a member of their own family. And research suggests that 40% of Americans, that's almost half, have experienced estrangement at least at some point. Maybe they believe, ultimately yeah, got that, back together. But that number, yeah, 27 to me seemed low. That's, that's funny. But I get the 40% makes more sense, um, you know, at some point that they were estranged. Yeah. Cause well, it's because it's high. It's you know, very people, high. <laughs> people do sometimes uh, uh, make up with one another. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, there's a. Um, uh, a Cornell University sociologist who wrote a book about this uh, called Fault Lines, Fractured Families and How to Mend Them, and uh, talks about the estrangement. Mm. Uh, 27% of Americans, 18 and older, had cut off contact with a family member. That translates to about 67 million people nationally and the author of the book says that's probably an understatement because most a lot of people don't want to admit that they're having that riff. And that's probably yeah. right. You know, yeah. when you take a poll or something like that, it's, uh, yep, yep. you know, uh, well, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to say that. I. You know. um, and so, and of that, by the way, of 1,300 people that the author surveyed, 10% said they were estranged from a parent or a child. So it's a parent-child relationship, 8% from siblings, 9% from extended family members, including cousins, aunts, uncles, grandparents, nieces, and nephews. Now, what are the reasons for this? Well, each situation involves something different. Sometimes they have to do with the history of uh, 
issues between parent and child. Sometimes yeah. it has to do with tensions with in-laws, you know, when you blend families together. Sometimes yeah. it has to do with money. Sometimes it has to do with inheritances. I can't tell oh, you how many, how many families have come apart or aren't having Thanksgiving uh. this year together because of fights over inheritance money. Business inheritance. deals. Yeah. Business deals. Uh, Even death in families. We've talked about this before. When somebody dies, it can really split people up just the way the death was handled, just the way all, mm -hmm. you know, you wanted her in hospice, you didn't want her in hospice, families fight, they never speak again. It's horrifying. Well, there's a lot of that. And the situation, this author uh, says, involves a breakdown of family bonds coupled with bad communication. Bad communication mm -hmm. so that feuds that have been going on for a long time suddenly have that catastrophic event, the big one, you know, the big blow yeah. up, you know, mm -hmm. you know what? I've never liked you. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. You know, I never told you before, but I've never liked you. I knew it. I felt that my whole life. Whatever it is that 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 you've been hanging on to that for you your knew. whole life. Yeah, you <laughs> right. knew. I knew it. I've been trying to prove it. And sometimes you just push somebody, you push them and push them and push them until they have no choice almost but to scream out exactly what you have been fearing they would say. Right. You almost push them to tell you that they hate you. And then you say, yeah. I knew it. I knew it. I knew you hated me. <laughs> and then the family is blown up. Now, and then people a, take sides too, by the way. That's then it can, right. I'm just going to say if two people are fractured, it can end up splintering and fracturing others because of that one relationship. That's failing. right. Now, there's a wonderful movie that I highly suggest you take a look at during Thanksgiving week. There are many Christmas movies, too many to count, but there are not very many Thanksgiving movies, and I know there's planes, trains, and automobiles. That's a good one on its own <laughs> merit, but not doesn't serve our purpose for this, although there is a message there, even in planes, trains, and automobiles, about the importance of family. Do you remember that film with John Candy yeah, and Steve Martin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Martin? I love that. And they're mm -hmm. both supposedly trying to get home to their families except that John Candy's wife died and he's pretending that he has a family and he's kind of desperate and clingy to Steve Martin, who really does have a family and really wants to get home to his wife and kids, but the planes and the trains and the automobiles keep breaking down and whatever, and John Candy has mm -hmm. this positive attitude about it all. Oh, well, we'll just do this, and, and Steve Martin can't wait to get home and doesn't understand how this guy can be so cheery. But really what's happening is... John Candy is making a connection with Steve Martin. He's, he is his kind of family. And he's hanging on to him through thick and thin yeah. because he doesn't have anybody else to spend Thanksgiving with. And at the culmination right. of that film, when Steve Martin, when they finally part after these two days of, you know, just incredible travel accidents and craziness and their car Nightmares. blows up yeah. and yeah yeah car catches on fire and you know the plane is grounded and the train doesn't run and they have to walk and lift their bags and through mud and all this stuff um he sees him sitting by himself at the last stop that he uh dropped him off and he realizes he doesn't have anybody 
And so the ultimate message, and he invites him to come be with his family, which is the last thing that you would expect him to do because they hate each other so much. (laughs) That is... That is the problem that we're talking about here in reverse. That is where you you don't like somebody initially, and yet you see the humanity in them and the importance of a human yeah. connection, and you end up making a connection with them and inviting them to Thanksgiving, and your Thanksgiving gets bigger. Yep. I'm talking about Thanksgivings that are getting smaller, gatherings that are getting lighter and, and decreasing in attendance. And this is happening more and more as these estrangements become more of the norm. So the film that I was talking about originally is called Avalon, and it's done by Barry Levinson, uh, and it's part of his series that there was a movie Tin Men and other ones where he has these guys about life in diner. It's kind of life in Mm -hmm. Baltimore Mm -hmm. back during a time, and he chronicles um, several families that live together in the city, in New York, uh, sorry, in Baltimore, um, during the late 40s, early 50s, and how close they are. And it's, it's every Thanksgiving. They show all these different Thanksgivings. And they're all together. They're immigrants and whatever. And they're, 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 they're literally on top of one another in these row houses. Uh, and grandparents living with the grandkids and uncles and aunts living alongside and everybody everybody on top of one another, and yet they're extremely close. Do they argue? Yes. Do they fight? Yes. Do they, you know, hurl the insults and, and tell the same stories? Yes, absolutely. But they are a family. And as the movie goes on and time passes and they get into the late 50s and then into the early 60s and then to late 60s, you see how the family starts to disintegrate and they want to move out to the suburbs and then they're no longer in the same house. They have houses that are 20 minutes away from one another. And yeah. then um, what? some of them stay in the city and some of them out in the suburbs and they get mad at one another because they take too long to get there, you know? And there's this <laughs> penultimate moment where um, the older relative, older uncle or whatever from the old country He's late, and him and his wife are late, and they're always late for Thanksgiving, and always late for Thanksgiving. And uh, the the family says, "That's it. We're not waiting anymore. Cut the turkey, cut the turkey. We're not <laughs> waiting for them. They can't be able to cut the turkey." And so they cut the turkey, and they start eating. And then the door opens, and in comes this "Sorry, we're late." You know, they have the accent from yeah. the old country. <laughs> we're late. Sorry, we're late. And the look on the guy's face, the old man's face, he looks and he sees they have they they're eating. Yeah. And he says, you cut the turkey without us? <laughs> We're leaving. You know, and he turns around and he leaves. And, uh, you know, they argue and they say, but you're always late. You're always so late. You cut the turkey without us. You, you know. And he leaves and they march off and they never come back. They never come back. And it's funny, but it's tragic that, that over something sad. like that, a family splinters. And by the end of the movie, you see the only one, they, they show uh, one of the sons in this whole story, and he's eating with his wife and his two kids at a little table with the television on. And that's mm-hmm. what Thanksgiving has become, or that's what their meals have become. 
All yeah. the families are gone. They, they, they've become estranged. They've died. They've moved away. And they just have this. They, they, so the beginning of the movie is countless people at a meal. And the end of the movie is four people with the television on. At a table. Yeah. And this is, this is emblematic of where we're going in this country and how the family units are breaking down. So much so that there are par- parties out there that just think that the, the family is a bad idea. And traditional uh, concepts of a mother and father and children, we should do away with that. And we should just recognize that, you know, we're all a village. Well, I guess that's one way of looking at life. I don't look at it that way. Well, you know- and Maury did not look at it that way. Mm-hmm. Maury did not look at it that way. And when Maury was dying from Lou Gehrig's disease... He spoke to me very clearly about how you realize when your time is limited the preciousness of family. Listen to him talking about that. The fact is there is no foundation, no secure ground upon which people to stand now if it isn't in the family. Nobody, not much in the society or in the workplace or in the culture is going to hold, is going to support you. And if you don't have that support and love and caring and concern in the family, I don't think you have very much. And it's become quite clear to me. Say I was divorced or living alone or something. I would have probably lots of friends coming in. It's not the same thing as having somebody in the house all the time knowing that this person is has an eye on you, so to speak. Knowing that it's there makes a big difference. And it's very true, I think, for my kids, you know? And they know if they get in trouble, we're here for them, knowing that there are those people there who have your concern very much at heart. You must have that yeah. in your own family. You know that they'll be there. They, so indeed, if you don't create that, I think you're going to be in trouble in this culture. Mm-hmm. There is no security in any other form of life, like the family, as Maury said there. And this is something that we are too quick to throw away in these increased estrangements that we are willing to allow happen. We'll be back with more Tuesday People right after this. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We are the real Brady, Brady Bros. Bros. Brady Brothers from the TV show Brady Bunch. I'm Barry Williams. And I'm Christopher Knight. I played Greg. And uh, who were you again? I played Peter. We've decided that we're going to do a podcast around episodes of The Brady Bunch. We're going to use it as a prism to look back to our experience doing the show and why The Brady Bunch is still popular. Have a sunshine day. We are The Real Brady Bros. I know you wanted to say something before, Lisa. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, it's just a different thing. Like, I, you know, there's other factors at play, too, like when you lose your parents. And sometimes when that core disappears, I think it makes the rest of it disintegrate a little bit, too. So maybe all of these other issues come to the surface where they wouldn't have when you had the matriarch and the patriarch of the family to hold down that fort. The fort, yeah. You know? I mean, I think about all my my uncles and my mom and my dad, and they're all gone. And it's heartbreaking to me when there's a family gathering because they're not there anymore. Right. You know, it's so hard. And you you make a really excellent point. And um, for many years, I can relate this in in my own life. So for many years, our family, my parents, they hosted Thanksgiving. This was in Philadelphia. At one point, they, they had it, did it in their their very large apartment that they had. And at one point they even had a farm that they owned for a period of time. And one of the biggest reasons they got this little farm, it wasn't a, you know, we weren't raising cattle. It was, uh, you know, just a <laughs> little property. Uh, but the one of the reasons they got it was for Thanksgiving. So that every oh. Thanksgiving we could host, because we had, you know, 40 some odd people would come for Thanksgiving every year. And it really was important to my parents. And, for all my childhood and my early 20s, my parents, that's where you went for Thanksgiving. And we yeah. all gathered there for Thanksgiving. Now, I bought a house in Michigan. And uh, once I you know, met my wife, uh, my mom came to me one year and she said, it's time for you to take over Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, no, no. Thanksgiving's at your house. We come to you for Thanksgiving. She said, no, you need to take this over now. And I said, why? You guys are fine. You're... She goes, because we're not always going to be. And uh, if people don't get uh, used to coming to your place now, yes. then when we yes. go, suddenly there's going to be, who's going to take it over? You know, uh, yes. oh, well, that's a good excuse. She said, people will use it as an excuse to stop the tradition because... My parents, Ira and Rhoda, were their names. They're not here anymore, so we don't do it anymore. So she was basically handing the baton off before she oh. ran out of gas. You know, while she was still capable of running, handing the yeah. baton but saying, you can run farther than I can. You take it now. Yeah. So that people get used to it being with you. And it has been with us now um, almost 30 years. 
and the wow. tradition of of all those people. You have a coming. blowout. Yeah, too. we have a big blowout. And people come. <laughs> it's a big but blowout. I will. But I will say that it it becomes a challenge every year uh, as time goes on, uh, and COVID has been a great uh, excuse for people who maybe weren't crazy about going to their Thanksgivings in the first place to suddenly say, well, we don't feel safe or we don't want to take the risk. So last year we didn't have, it was the first year that we didn't have the blowout Thanksgiving because you remember where we were last year in the, oh, in yeah. the pandemic, you know, there was thick no vaccine yeah. and we were in the thick of it and nobody, in fact, they were telling you, you can't have Thanksgiving. You can't have more than right. 10 people at your table or whatever. I think we had 10. Uh, we, we were pushed right at the limit. Um, this year, though, I'm noticing that there are people who are saying, now, oh, you know, it's still kind of dangerous, even though everybody's vaccinated now and boosted even, and there wouldn't be anybody at our place who isn't vaccinated. Uh, but it's being used as an excuse for a number of people not coming, and maybe it's legitimate. But, Is it travel too? Like, do well, I think yeah, I think it's all of that. Yeah, but that's mm-hmm. the thing: is that inconvenience is always going to be there when it comes to mm-hmm. doing Thanksgiving. And if the idea of keeping your family intact is not a paramount principle for you in your life, then real life will make it very easy for you to lose that and to okay. drop it because there's just too many good excuses. Too many reasons why it's, you know, it's too hard. It's too difficult. It's not safe. We have the baby. Uh, we, we, we have to work the next day. There's so many reasons why. But the thing is, as you heard Maury say, you, there will be nothing in your life that will give you the sense of security and the sense of belonging as your family. Mm-hmm. And if you don't defend that rigorously, Doggedly, if you don't fight to keep your family together, despite all the challenges and, 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 and things that might be legitimate reasons why people don't want to hang out with one another anymore, then you are going to lose the most precious human commodity that you have, your sense of yeah. connection. And I always say to people uh, who say, well, I'm not, we're not doing Thanksgiving this year. Frank's side of the family is all pro-conservative, and I just can't deal with that. And I want to say, really? You can't deal with the fact that some people have different political views as you, and you would rather sacrifice the connection to your family than have to listen to somebody say something that you don't agree with. Now, mm-hmm. in our Thanksgivings in the old days, when I used to have aunts and uncles from, you know, the old country and uh, from varied parts of the country and varied backgrounds, mm-hmm. they argued all the time. They argued <laughs> over politics. They argued over business. They'd argued over the world. And what they didn't, I, I, what I remember most is not the agreements, but the arguments. Yeah. But no one would have ever thought of not being there. No one have ever thought, well, I'm not coming anymore because I don't like your opinions. Mm-hmm. But today, when we live in this world where there's this concept of my safety and my comfort is the most important thing, and I don't want to be around thoughts 
that threaten me, particularly on college campuses. We see this all the time. Kids saying, you know, I don't feel safe because someone expressed an opinion that that disturbs me. Uh, I don't feel safe because someone's wearing a Halloween costume that offends me. Uh, When we are so easily offended, so easily made uncomfortable, and we think that our right to be comfortable is more important than the connection that a family provides, then it's going to be very easy to say, I'm not eating with that person. He voted for blah, blah, blah. And there goes your family. There goes your family. And to me, I say, you're going to lose that kid that you grew up with who wore the pajamas with the footies and played tag with you in your room and ran up and down the steps uh, during Christmas and, 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 you know, you beat up when you were younger and you uh, shared an ice cream cone and, and uh, you know, you, and you giggled and you laughed and you, you, and you fought and you did all that, all those things that brothers and sisters do with one another and you're going to sacrifice them because you yeah. don't like the attitude that they have on a political issue, an economic issue, a racial issue, whatever. So you're going to just throw all that out because your principles are so important to you. I don't get that because people who act like that, I want to say to them, what about the principle of family? Yeah. That is a principle that those who are related to you are part of your connection. You share their blood, you share their history. You need to celebrate that connection and and nurture that connection, water it like a plant. You need to keep that going so that your kids have that connection. A lot of people don't feel that way. So I don't, you know. So I was raised in the same house as them. So what? So what? That word doesn't mean anything, sister. That word doesn't mean anything, brother. I don't care if that guy's my uncle. He's an idiot. There goes your family. Yeah. There goes your family. Is that really what you want to lose? your family over. Yeah, it's really, you know what's funny though? And my family, as you're talking about this, I'm trying to remember the things that my family fought about. And I I don't ever recall them talking about politics. Either they did and I just was too young or didn't, didn't realize that what politics were or anything like that. But, you know, my mom always would say when we were young, you know, don't talk about politics with friends, don't talk about religion. Mm-hmm. Like those were the two things, you know. But- our our family was all the same religion, so that didn't uh, you know that didn't ever come into play. But I'm certain that there were people of different political persuasions in our family, right? right. Uh, but we're all friends, right? Ish. Well, you're all, or you're all family first. Ish. And in this book yeah, that I family. that I cited, the author writes: I learned that people who are estranged from a family member feel deep sadness long for reconnection, and wish that they could turn back the clock and act differently to prevent the rift. So isn't that interesting that those who are estranged end up feeling sad about it and and longing for reconnection, and yet many of them don't do it because they can't bring themselves to apologize. or They can't bring themselves to compromise. There can be no compromising on their safety and their safe space and their political views and their identity. Among those who were able to reconcile, the author said, almost all employed one strategy. They abandoned the need for the estranged relative to accept their version of the past and to apologize. 
They instead focused on the present and future of the relationship. So again, if you are estranged from somebody and you want to end it, let it go. Mm-hmm. Let it go. As Maury said, let it go. Whatever your issues are with somebody, you won't care when you get to the end of your life. Mm-hmm. All you'll care is that they're there with you. You can hold their hand. You can tell them how much you love them. You don't want to have that cut off because of mm-hmm. some silly fight over a Thanksgiving table, some silly political disagreement, some silly philosophical or identity issue that you say, well, I won't stand for that. I won't put up with that. And you walked. When you reach the end of your life, as Maury did, you want your family around you. They give you a sense of connection and comfort. And you, in order to assure that that will happen at the end, you've got to put in the time with them in the middle. You've got to be making those concessions and mm-hmm. placing the continuity of your family in the highest regard. It needs to be a priority. And this week of all weeks, Thanksgiving, revel in the familial embrace that you get at a Thanksgiving table where there's no presence involved or anything. It's just food, conversation, and, and love. Revel in that and, and ask yourself, do I really get this elsewhere? Do I have a history or a past? Can I tell the old stories with the new Mm-mm. hip people that I'm hanging out with that make me feel so important? Because people will come and go in your life. Your, your family, they're there forever. If you allow them to be, that can be a wonderful thing. So don't lose that connection. Don't become estranged. Don't put your principles or your politics or whatever over the fact that love of family is an important principle. Yep. Continuity of family is an important principle. My mother knew what she was doing when she said, you need to take this over now so, ah, that, it doesn't, so that it doesn't die. Yep. Yeah, she was really smart in that way. And uh, hopefully there are wise people in your families as well as we celebrate this amazing day. We have a lot to be grateful for, folks. A lot, a lot, a lot. Even those of us with very little compared to so many other people in the world, we still have so much to be grateful for. And there's, it's good to have a day that that's the focus. Yep. So enjoy I'm your Thanksgiving. For you. As I am for you and for this podcast, Lisa. And uh, we're grateful for all of you who are listening. So oh, until yes, we see you sure. again, we really want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving a gentle and loving and familial Thanksgiving. Recognize the importance of your connections and eat a lot. (laughs) So on behalf of Lisa Goich, I'm Mitch Album, wishing you a happy Thanksgiving and saying, see you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to Tuesday People. To be part of our conversation, join the Tuesday People community at wetuesdaypeople.com. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. We look forward to having you with us every Tuesday because, after all, we're Tuesday people.